2018, I take a leap of faith. And, but I know that the rope is really strong and uh, it's going to hold me tight. And um, I separate from my husband, from my friends, and I move to Miami. I choose to move to Miami, Florida. And I start everything from scratch. I knew no one. I had no friends when I came here, but I was really excited. I felt like I was connecting to the, to the, to the, to the, um, the land, like the weather, the palm trees, the sun, the sunsets, everything was so rich. I felt finally at home, something I never felt before when I was in New York. Uh, and I explored Miami to the fullest. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I used to be a party girl and I'm still uh, a person who loves the life. And I've been, uh, you know, as a new divorcee, I tried everything possible. I was having so much sex. I went clubbing, I had a lot of fun. I was beaching and I really changed my reality. So my reality in my eyes changed. And uh, I was already living in a better environment for my, actually for my soul to be able to open up to the next level. But, but I still had a lot of challenges. Um, you know, I thought that I can work remotely uh, from Miami, not being, in New York, not being in New York will be easy, but it didn't work. As much as I was happy and I was telling my kids, pitch me every morning to know that I'm not dreaming and this is really my life, my kids on the opposite were not happy. They didn't like it. The sun was like too strong for them. They used to come from New York, from the cold. They were sweating off. They didn't find themselves. And then um, my father got sick with cancer and my divorce just became longer and it started dragging more and more and it became nasty. If you remember the movie of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow with sliding doors where every move determine how you're gonna uh, live your life. And that's what I felt. Like I know again now that I had to um, change something above my reality so I can hold tight with all the changes in my life that were facing me. And then I, I know that uh, I had to just um, surrender and I couldn't come from fear. And I'm not a trust, I, I, I didn't used to be a trusting person, but um, I just surrender. And I understand that, um, especially after Corona, that there are things that are beyond my control. And, um, and what happened is that when I release my fear, I start um, experiencing uh, synchronicity of things and, and it just started to unfold and I was more in tune with manifesting and, and, and everything I was thinking was just happening. So 
my um i'll never forget when you know i i had to decide i was in front of the judge and i knew that after a long mediation process um that was like a one minute that i had to decide if i'm accepting less than what i'm supposed to be receiving in the agreement or if I'm going on a battle. If I'm starting a war and I'm opening up the divorce and I'm just taking all my energy and I'm just there to um, to take what I, I, I should uh, get. And I realize during that minute that it's a two-way, it's a two-way. It's either I take my energy and I invest it in a war zone or I take my energy and I invested in uh, in a good positive light where I recreate myself and I'm depending on myself. I didn't want to spend my energy on on being sick or or battling the father of my kids. So I just um, I choose myself over that, where my friends and family thought I lost it. And I was uh, I, I that I did the biggest mistake of my life, but today I realize um, that was the best the best decision that I ever made, because I really know that I gain myself and I empower myself by doing that decision, and also because you cannot fight for something that someone doesn't want to give you. It has to come from you. And um, another state of mind was that the moment I knew that my father was sick, even though I know what is pancreatic cancer and how aggressive it is, I knew that, uh, and I knew all, all the symptoms from my cousin, I knew exactly there's no chances and, and in my mind, I knew that the chances are very, very low. But in my heart and in my soul, I, I was like so positively about all of it. And I know that I was my father's wake up call for himself. And obviously it was a domino effect because it affected all our family. But I know that if someone can do it and can get out of it and, and uh, be in front of the disease and, and fight through it, that's my dad. And uh, this is where we really, um, um, in a separate world, each of us started his own journey, uh, awakening journey or connection to a, on a soul level. So now during Corona, he's there and I'm here. And, um, you know, divorce was not important anymore because my dad was sick now. So everything is real, is perspective in life. And uh, so we're energy, uh, you know, they say where energy um, goes, that's what happened. Um, but then Corona happened and um, I needed to, um, I couldn't fly to Israel. And in one day, my business got shut down. I couldn't do any shows anymore. 
And my kids were completely now avoiding their life with uh, electronic games. And I start getting that panic attack uh, from the world, from that fear of existence and, and the TV and the news and the WhatsApp group and everything that was going on. And that almost got me to swallow my tongue to an anxiety attack that I never experienced ever in my life. And I know that I was off. And I know that I knew that um, I had to do again something radical in order to restable myself. So in March 2020, uh, I kept my first technological Shabbat. And what happened there is that I disconnected, but eventually, I reconnected to myself. So I had no phones, no electronics around me, and I was in silence. And um, something magical happened. And they said, if you can go outside, go inside. And that's been my motto since. And then things really start shifting, but in a much more, um, um, a powerful way. I was present more than ever. And um, I, I start doing meditation and read books and meditate and learn how to breathe. And I did yoga and I took any courses that I could study. And I really tuned in into my soul. I start spending um, time, quality time with my kids. And, um, and I lived every day like it was the best and the most important day of my life. I was just in a, in a being mode. I, start, I just surrender to the work. I surrender to everything. And I just, I was being, I was in my Havaya, like you say in Hebrew. And my realization throughout that were enormous. I, I discover that I had a higher soul that I can connect to through my meditation and that she is basically guiding me, okay? I also uh, discover that um, there is no difference between reality and imagination uh, and that my external, my external world is actually a reflection of my internal world. So whatever I have in my own thoughts is actually showing up for me outside. Then I start paying attention to the signs uh, through uh, dreams, through animals, through songs. I was asking a question. I was getting the answer from a song playing in the radio, even through nature. And, uh, and I start viewing um, crisis that was happening to me with my boys and, uh, and with my ex and with my family as, uh, as a lesson that I can learn from. So the thing is that I, I got into a quiet mode. So I was able to listen more deeply into my senses. They became more sharp and, um, and then even my language starts changing. Uh, I was really 
paying attention to every word I was saying. And I was also observing people around me and the way they speak and how it affects their life. Um, so basically the world was chaotic, but I was having the best time of my life. And in the first time I was connecting to my true self and I was living the life I always wanted to live. So uh, just to check on your pulse, are you guys with me? Are you just tell me yes, no, maybe are you, I see Esther, keep up the good work. You're an incredible woman. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, Viva is with me and sending me a heart. Thank you. So, um, you know, um, as a psychologist, when you look at me from the side, you can say that maybe she's living in avoidance, a mechanism, disconnecting, but that was not the case because I was still hurting and I was still, I was still having many crises. Uh, but the only thing was that I was handling them differently. I was viewing them differently. And how, uh, how I did that, uh, I'll tell you, I'll give you my little secrets. I completely disconnected from TV. I, you know, I, I was more present. I, I was more in positive uh, thinking. Um, I start trusting. I start um, getting a bigger faith in life. And I understand that everything is beyond my control. Uh, and that was a huge lesson for me as a producer. I'm a freak uh, control. And, um, and I had to let go. Uh, I also stopped numbing my feelings because I used to drink and smoke and, and, and do very, a lot of things that was numbing my consciousness. So I went into a very deep uh, detox uh, in mind, um, body less, I'm still working on that, but soul for sure. And I feel like I was cleaning and I was getting to an, uh, a pure essence of myself, of my soul. And I started having mentors in my life. Uh, I started with a lot of people, but I end up really having four most uh, amazing mentors that I embraced into my life and my platform. The first one was Eleanor, the Oracle healer who, uh, taught me how to remove blockages, how to release anger, how to forgive. She was also able to uh, show me uh, my purpose in life, which was mind blowing. She taught me how to protect myself from my surrounding and um, how to connect with my higher soul. Um, and then I also had Rabbi Shira who is doing Kabbalah meditation and through him, I learned how to do uh, meditation on Hebrew letters and that opened up new gates uh, of information into superior's world. And he also did a whole um, explanation of meaning of my name uh, where he, he told me almost the same thing as Eleanor told me and that was my purpose in life. And I was, you know, how can these people know the future and or what's, you know, in creation for me that I was not knowing. 
and then um but the, the so the most difficult thing in in life is really to know what's your purpose and you i feel that we have to go through so many crises on top of each other to to get to that jackpot feeling where um you know you really get in tune with that uh, and then more meaningful teachers start arriving and I met Shmuel Shaul, which is a master in shamanism. And he taught me how to uh, stand in love in front of my son. And uh, that wasn't coming home because he was set up with the best um, gaming station at his dad. So he started showing up less and less in my, in, in home, at home. And, uh, and I was enraged and I need to, uh, I had no way to confront it um, because my case was stuck in New York and, and now I'm in Florida. So I was in a catch 22 and every time I was trying to face it in, in an angry um, approach, I was losing. And he taught me how to stand in love and hurt just hurt, just feel the pain, but always be open for him and love him when he comes home. Um, <clears throat> and then he also helped me to change my perspective on how to view my ex-husband, which, which I used to think that every um, text he was sending me was the end of the world. And then, you know, I realized that I'm making the meaning behind it. So I really, I, I, I stopped bringing so much meaning and emotion to this text or his behavior. And I just um, shift my perspective on um, of how to view it. Um, and then the most amazing thing happened is that in, um, in parallel universe, my dad was actually treated with uh, Dr. Jack Tobol, who is an acupuncture, energetic acupuncture. And he was practicing with him the five elements acupuncture, which only 5% of all acupuncture in the world are using that method. And I also was treated with Deva, who is uh, for past year, who is also practicing that method just to find out that just like a month ago, they know each other and they started together and what are the chances? So, so many synchronicities and so many um, things that happened uh, that brought back uh, the fate and, and um, especially with my dad, you know, he was in a such, bad situation he was almost not able to connect or, or speak or eat or drink and that energetic acupuncture saved his life literally um he re he was able to connect to to go through a journey in connecting and understanding he has a soul which is leading us so what happened with me is that I'm not shy uh, when I hide behind the camera and I don't mind sharing my thoughts. And I start posting on uh, social media. And, I, I, and people start uh, 
telling me that they see a shift in me and that I've transformed. And, and they asked me the $1 million question, how did you do that? So uh, that brought me to, to think as, uh, you know, as the businesswoman that I am and as an entrepreneur, uh, I was like, okay, if, if my mentors affected me so much and that shifted my life, I want to help other people shift their life and maybe connect to their soul, to the light, to a positive state of mind instead of fearing and being anxious and, and following the, the, the news and, and all that obscurity around their life. And that's where I created um, Euphoria State of Mind. And, um, and you know, it, it was not in one day because I'm like, uh, and it was another lesson that I had to, to learn because I'm like instant. I want to see results immediately, but it took me <laughs> uh, nine months. So for sure, I can call it a labor of love, but um, and, and until everything was standing still, uh, I, I tried a pilot before and it was not picking up. And, um, and you know, I, I learned that I had to do things slowly, slowly in Hebrew is Le'at, Le'at, which is almost like my name, Le'at, Le'at. And I, I, I'm still working on that journey uh, slowly, but I know deep in my heart that it, it's gonna, it's gonna succeed. And it's one day it will really reach out thousands of people because the same way I know that my father is gonna heal, that's how much I'm confident that this platform is gonna help people and is gonna give them uh, tools for them to handle their life in a much more positive way. Um, so just as a exercise for you, if you guys uh, wanna play a little bit with me, uh, we'll, we'll do it on, on the chat. Um, if you had to connect to the darkest place in your life, um, what was that? What was that? If you want to share with only myself or with everyone, you can write it down for me. A place where you experience a crisis in your life, uh, a place where you had to deal with your demons, with uh, something that really broke you inside. Um, uh, share with me, what was it for you? I know Iris for you. Uh, you lost your brother, which was a, a big, a big thing, a big deal for you. Um, anyone else would like to write down? Like it's usually just talking general. Something, um, something of, you know, really like a semi-trailer hitting you a hundred uh, uh, miles uh, an hour. It's it's usually a harsh divorce or a death in the family or uh, a disease that come to take you out of your ease. A situation where your soul is pivoting your, uh, your, your journey and into a different direction so you can actually start asking questions. 
and my dad asked me, um, did you, was everything that happened to you recently made you uh, look for more uh, questions, everything and look for answers? And yes, definitely. Um, I, um, I had to uh, look at, face the mirror and look at myself and know that it's time for me to tell the truth like I'm doing now. And, um, and without going through all these crises, I would never, I will, I will say in my obscurity. So our journey is basically um, a correction, a tikkun, that the, we have to remember that every time we have a problem, that's our solution. When the solution is, our, is in our problem, every time we go through something that is really harsh, that's actually the solution to um, get over it or create something. Um, okay, I see um, a lot of you sharing with me slowly, but surely. Um, so Charlene and I experienced the same um, experience with Michelle who was battling with cancer who I, who I mentioned. Another lady uh, felt a bit, uh, experienced a betrayal from her husband. Uh, I know that's not a, an easy thing, but the betrayal today I realize that it's, it happened to me also because I was betrayal myself. And um, when you betrayal yourself inside, and this is a big thing that I'm taking responsibility on, you betraying yourself, everything around you start betraying you as well. Um, so when you honest with yourself, you cannot expect what's gonna happen. Everything around you is gonna be honest with you. So it's all starts, everything we go through start with what has what is happening inside of us. I know it's a little bit hard to understand that, but it proves itself. And, and I know, I, I really know it because I, I walk the walk and I, uh, and I really felt it on my own skin. And, um, and also everything like that. And, and it's not that I'm complete or, or healed, completely healed today, but, and I'm still going through challenges in life, but when I'm, I'm going through them, I'm letting myself observe uh, and I'm asking myself the real question. First of all, I connect to nature. I go to the beach. I ask the creator, which is me and myself. Um, and I'm having conversation that make me understand why a certain situation make me so mad. And I don't give up until I get my answer. Um, I, um, it, it can take a whole week or a whole weekend where I'm not coming out of the house and I'm just debating that until I, I touch it, until I really touch it. it. It used to take years, but today after the work that I did, it's it taking a few days, sometimes a few hours. And it's like training your state of mind. It's like a muscle. It's something that you need to train. You need to be aware of it. 
it's like going to the gym. It's the same thing. So Corona came as with a big purpose behind it. And for me, it was really facing myself. And uh, if you still obsess with your work or you don't have time to pause, or you still run by fear, anxiety, or you're still in your comfort zone in front of Netflix or the news, and you completely numb on your life, you miss the whole point. So um, I'm, I think that you really, it's a call for action. And I'm calling you to wake up, to wake up on your life and be more aware of what's going on in your thoughts in, and that reflect on your surrounding. Uh, wow, I see a long, um, a long text here, but I'm gonna read it later because it's too long, but thank you for sharing. Uh, now, I can tell you that if, um, if I was working with only one mentor, I would never get the same results that I get um, by working with like other, like so many together. And um, I was able to, you know, after getting to, with the work of, of so many other people to really uh, fine tune for you, the best mentors that I believe are my four elements they helped me through my journey. As you can see on the logo, four colors, and each colors represent uh, something else. Uh, if you wanna hear, I can, uh, I can share that with you. Just tell me, yes, you wanna hear. If you wanna hear, I'll share it with you. If not, just another time. But, um, okay, thank you. Uh, so the colors are the pink, for the, um, the edge of Aquarius coming soon, which is the woman soon leading very softly, but very powerfully. The blue is for the sky, the meditation of Kabbalah. And um, the green is the nature and the shamanism. The yellow is uh, acupuncture, the Chinese acupuncture, which they know um, and the O that is holding everything together is actually the punchline of the day. And this is when I realized that we all need a fifth element to make things work. And when I realized that I'm gonna be teaching the fifth element, who knows what is the fifth element? What do you need to actually bring all these things together? I, I realized that only two weeks ago where my mentors knew exactly what was my purpose. Uh, I just discovered it two weeks ago. And like in the movie, The Fifth Element, when Bruce Willis bring the Milo uh, to the four pillars and they save humanity and it's all about love. It's all about love. It's all about activating your love from within. And, um, and this is what I'm uh, helping people do today. I'm, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of uh, people because of my journey asking to meet with me. And every time I have a session with them, I completely shift their energy 
and uh, and their and their state of mind, and they're able to view things in a different perspective through connecting them to um, through love. And um, for me, every time I have a session like that, it's like hitting the jackpot. I, I, it's more rewarding than anything else for me. And, um, and this is my new me. Uh, so it's a big, it's a big deal. And uh, it's, it's all about my revelation. And I'm sharing that with you. I don't know, you know, I know that you guys are uh, interested because you stayed with me almost a whole hour uh, and 